The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. We're always glad to have you with us. Always happy to be working with producer Eric Ryder. He's there at the board, and I'm happy to say he's going to be joining us today as we talk about the do's and don'ts of planning your next road trip. Road Warriors Unite. Also, I'm very happy to say that Suzanne Mitchell joins us. She is my partner in life on the radio and on the road. And do we ever have stories to tell? We'll try to squeeze in a few during this brief interview. Suzanne, welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here to talk about our road trips. We're going to do that too. We have some messages to put across, let our people know about some things that are available to them. And right after that, we're going to get into sort of a three-way conversation because we'd love to have Eric Ryder join us. to tell. He's a good road warrior in his own right. I mean, he's earned his stripes. And we can talk about what it is to go on the road, learning as you go along, because I don't know anybody that plans it perfectly the first time, or maybe not at all. But the best time to plan is before you're actually on the road. I think that's fair to say. This is American Road Trip Talk, and we're talking about planning your next road trip. The do's, the don'ts, and the stories that we can tell. This is American Road Trip Talk for you, for America. Give us a couple of minutes. We will be right back. Room to breathe, new mountains to explore, tucked away hot springs to discover is all waiting for you in Carbon County, Wyoming. Embark on a new Rocky Mountain adventure in the Old West. With recreation, relaxation, and room to roam, Carbon County, Wyoming offers a respite from routine as well as a reinvigoration of the spirit. Find all the ways to get your West on at wyomingcarboncounty.com plus lodging, events, and safe travel tips. Carbon County, Wyoming. Get your West on. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. Kids studying in college, drinking too much caffeine, overloading on these energy drinks, they end up in the hospital. Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water, co-created with my uncle, Dr. Henry Heimlich, creator of the Heimlich Maneuver, who said, Anson, alert drives will save more lives than the maneuver. Whether you are driving, whether you are studying, whether you're just a tired mom, whenever you need to be alert, get alert drops. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. It's scientifically proven. It's doctor approved. Again, it's natural. It's been honored by the United States Congress. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. Chart your course to visit Alliance, Nebraska. Fun, safe, family-friendly, and pet-friendly activities make Alliance one adventure you and your family don't want to miss. Come for Carhenge and stay to experience our many other free attractions, craft brews, and local dining. Yes, all of the attractions are free. Shop along our historic brick streets, too. Carhenge is a 2020 Top 10 Worldwide Award winner by TripAdvisor. Unique, 
quirky and a pop culture icon. Carhenge is open year-round to visitors who love to experience something different. You won't find a to-scale replica of England's Stonehenge quite like this anywhere else in the world. Our little slice of country is your place to relax before you head to the hills or mountains with all of the small town charm your soul needs. For more information, please go to visitalliance.com. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Trip Talk. We have This is going to be a real pizza party here today because I've got Suzanne Mitchell with me. I'm Gary Mance, your humble host. And of course, we have the humble producer who is so good at what he does, Eric Ryder. And looking forward to that have... pizza, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take the big slices there. And we also have the host of Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. New York Vinny himself joins us. His show is heard Saturdays, 8 a.m. Pacific on 1150 KKNW Seattle and Podcast One. Let's give him his mad props. Prior to becoming one of Seattle's most recognizable radio personalities, Vinny Ricicci spent a long time in the car business, growing up around the smell of gasoline and the screech of tires. Vinny has driven competitively and for a living. He also is a classic car collector. Vinny knows what's under the hood. He has been licensed in the past by the state of New York as an automotive and truck state inspector and a collision damage appraiser. To put it simply, the guy knows cars. Vinny, New York Vinny, delighted to have you with us. Well, thank you, Gary. I'm, I'm delighted to be here. We needed a car culture aficionado to get us started on planning our very next road trip. Suzanne and I have been looking forward to this. Uh, of course, we've been looking forward to this for over a year now because of the lockdown and all the problems with the COVID pandemic. And now we're just sort of poking our noses out of the garage to see if it's safe to go out. There And in that regard, I just found out from you, Vinny, that you are in the midst of planning your next road trip. Yeah, well, I'm always planning a road trip. Whether it happens or not is another story, but I'm always planning one. But this one I know is going to happen. I'm uh, going to do a circuit that I actually did a couple of uh, a couple of months ago. I'm going to go from Seattle, where I am, to Salt Lake City, uh, Salt Lake City to San Francisco, San Francisco, back to Seattle, stopping in uh, Southern Oregon, in Salt Lake City, uh, a couple of places in Utah. Uh, other places in Utah, so uh, it should be a it, it should be a fun trip. As I said, I did it before a couple of months ago, and it was um, an excellent trip. You saw a lot of different things. I remember it was during a political convention when the uh, chief of the Utah delegation stood up and introduced himself and said he was from Utah with the greatest snow on earth and the greatest earth on show. And right then and there, I hadn't been to Utah before. And I thought, well, I've got to go see that place. There is so much natural beauty to be found there. Yeah, it really is. And if you're a car person, um, there's, of course, the Bonneville Salt Flats which uh, if you call yourself a car person, you probably want to drive on the salt flats. You can do that. It's a great uh, surface, a great feeling. And if you go um, in the first week of August, I believe it is, you can catch Speed Week out there when uh, hundreds, uh, maybe thousands of people gather on the salt flats uh, to watch certain people try to set land speed records. 
if I say the name Mickey Thompson, doesn't it give you a thrill? Yes, it does. Uh, unfortunate ending, but uh, certain, uh, certainly Mickey, um, certainly Mickey was somebody who was uh, well known. Was uh, one of the early pioneers in the business uh, of uh, aftermarket automotive parts. Is a, a great racer, and his name was synonymous with drag racing uh, and speed records for um, you know for most of the six, uh, late fifties and early sixties. Absolutely. In fact, I used to say that Mickey Thompson drove the kinds of cars that I, as a kid, thought we would all be driving in the 21st century. Well, you know, in some ways we are. I mean, when you, you know, I just got out of a uh, Dodge Durango uh, Hellcat last week, which is seven, a 707 horsepower SUV. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, that's incredible. That I drove the challenge uh, the Charger, which is an eight hundred and um, eight hundred and seven horsepower SUV uh, uh, sedan. So those cars that that Mickey Thompson was trying to build, those amount that amount of horsepower uh, and so forth, really is on the street today. Oh man, that is exciting. I know. I the dreams I had about uh, once we turned the odometer chronologically to 2000, what would await us? No flying cars yet, at least none in my neighborhood, but we do see some fantastic technology out there on the road. And speaking of that, Vinny, being on the road, you're planning your road trip. Suzanne and I still talk about a 71-day road trip that we took back in 2017. And Suzanne, I couldn't believe the amount of miles that we traveled they're going not exactly diagonally across the country, but making our way along the northern tier of states and then coming back around, seeing many cultures in one here in America. 71 days with only about a foot and a half separating us in our SUV. I did most of the driving. You did your share. And at the end of 70, 71 days, we were still talking. So I think that was pretty good. That's a success. A lot yeah, of people that, think that's, that's yeah, a right success. There you got a success. You know, I've done <laughs> several road trips back and forth across the country. I took my first road trip uh, across the country in 1969. And um, once the 70s rolled around and I got my driver's license, uh, my brother and I used to drive across country two or three, maybe four times a year. Um, you know, and all the different routes, northern route, southern route. We love the southern route because we like the desert. So we used to drop down and go across, uh, you know, uh, I-10 and then go to I-8 and, and go that way. But we used to make it a point to get off in those places and go through the towns and, um, you know, see what was out there, see what was in Shamrock, Texas, see what Amarillo was like. And, you know, today you get off of the freeway uh, and... There's all, you know, it's all the same. It's a truck stop, uh, there's a Staples, there's a McDonald's. You know, back in those days, each region had their own cool restaurant or their own cool fast food place or, you know, different um, different sodas even. I mean, you know, you used to get out of Texas, you get Dr. Pepper. You go to Arizona, you get knee-high. Uh, in California, you get knee-high. Uh, you know, Werner's uh, um, ginger ale. You couldn't get those. In a lot of parts of the country, when you hit the Southwest, you hit the West, they were there. And, and, you know, you used to learn about 
different cultures in the United States like that. We had experiences like that. And Suzanne, uh, you would have your own stories and we share a lot of them, but you also have your special ones. I have mine. One of the ones, and Vinny just put me in mind of it, we were driving through Illinois and you find out that there's more to Illinois than Chicago. There's Chicago and Chicago land and we love it. And uh, Suzanne has relatives there. We have extended family, but we were driving through and then past Mount Vernon, Illinois, and I remember looking over to my right, I was driving at the time, and I said, what is this tribute statue doing? It was very sort of high concept statue doing between the lanes of a highway. It was a kind of a berm, little greenbelt area. And there was George Harrison. The other Beatles weren't around, but there was George. There, <laughs> and I wondered, Suzanne, why, why George Harrison here? What's George doing here? And I came to find out because I did a little online research. It turns out that he had relatives. I believe it was a sister, but he had family in Mount Vernon, Illinois. Who knew? And he came to visit them. He came to America before the Beatles came to America and only by a few months when they were not yet known to the American audience. And here he was in Mount Vernon, Illinois. That's the kind of roadside or highway kitsch that you can discover when you're not flying over a state but driving through right right exactly and suzanne uh, when I've it always, comes i've always wanted yes. to go to buddy holly you know where uh in clear lake iowa where the um uh, north dakota really where the buddy holly plane went down uh they've set up a memorial and i've always wanted to see that i haven't for some reason i haven't seen it yet i've passed it a number of times but i've never gotten off uh, the road uh, had time to stop and see it, but uh, I think I think later this year I'm going to get a chance to see it. Oh, I hope you do. I have not been there. I envy you that opportunity. That's a place I would like to go to as well. If we make a road trip back to the Chicago area, I'd like to stop off and see some of the um, things that were related to Abraham Lincoln, because I've never done that as many times as I've gone up and down Illinois. And even though he was born in Kentucky, he was a lawyer in Illinois and lived in several different homes there. And I think that would be a fun thing to see as well and historical. And they set up these road trips involving Lincoln. So you're following actually a map, a route that they have laid out for people. Well, you know, what's interesting, too, is you, know, you mentioned Lincoln. I, I want to take a road trip, and I haven't, I've done parts of it, but I haven't, this is what my, my kind of like now my dream road trip that I'd like to do maybe next year, is I'd like to go uh, from San Francisco to New York on the Lincoln Highway, or at least what's left of it. Um, there's a, a lot of pieces still left. A lot of it's now Route 80, but there's enough left of it that you can find uh, a lot of different things markers are still up and then i'd like to come back by going to chicago and coming back on route 66 yes and what there you go that, and you got to do that soon because those places are going to get uh, plowed over uh you know and and, and developed uh, at some time in the near future so if you're going to do something like that you got to you know you got to do it and this is the planning element exactly, Vinny, because take Route 66, for example, see it while you can, because it's a decommissioned highway. 
They're preservationists, God bless them. They're but time overtakes all things. And you're doing it exactly the right way, Vinny, because I have been told before that if you're going to go on Route 66 and looking there as you drive and you're looking off and you don't want to miss something there or you want to stop here and there and have a, an assortment of places to visit, the best way to do it is leaving Chicago going east to west rather than vice versa. Yeah, I've, I've heard that, too. Uh, I'm doing a little research on it. It seems to me to be um, to, to be the right way to go is to go from Chicago out west. That there's, uh, for whatever reason, it's, uh, it's a better way to go. And, and, again, I mean, that's part of going on the road is doing your research, finding out what's in different places, what's around different places. I will advise you if you're planning on going on the road with a camper this uh, summer, don't. Oh, you know what's interesting about that? I'm hearing that people, including it's multi-generational young people as well as grandma and grandpa, are renting the heck out of these things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't. Um, uh, if, you can, if you rent one, it's at a premium uh, price. And uh, the, the campgrounds are all filled. You know, I mean, you can't get a campground in a lot of national parks. I mean, you could do like a, uh, uh, you know, a Bureau of Land Management type of deal where, you you know, you go and you uh, uh, boondock. But as far as uh, getting reserved campgrounds and KOAs and resort places and things with pools, not so much this year. And that also is indicative of the the really crazy prices. I mean, just go shopping for groceries lately. You get sticker shock at the grocery store. But in particular, if you're going to fly into a town, figure I'll save some time, I'll fly in, I got a good airfare, and then I'll rent a car. Good luck to you. Yeah. I mean, you know, the pandemic, uh, during the pandemic, uh, places like, uh, places like uh, Hertz and those companies sold off a lot of their cars. And, uh, you know, because there was huge debt due on those cars, and so they sold them off. They sent them to auction. So now a lot of these companies don't have the same number of cars that they used to. Supply and, and demand. If you rent one, you're going to pay. Uh, I mean, I got quoted uh, to rent a car in New York in August of $1,500 for the week. $1,500. And you know what? I think you got a steal compared to some other people because over in Hawaii, where things are going to be high anyway, people are getting vehicles and not the glamorous kind either that were like $700 a day. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, but, you know, that's the market right now. And people are paying it because nobody's sure about going, you know, where to, you know, you can't get to a lot of places out of the country. I just found out today that Canada is going to open up sometime in mid-August. So yes, they are. People, that'll give people an alternative, but I suspect that the Canadians have got, are kind of on the same tilt where they're all written RVs and traveling around as well. And that's a lot of country to see, too, in an RV, that's for sure. Suzanne, I wanted to uh, give you an opportunity to put in a plug because I'm sure they need it, but you just were in your glory when we were on the road and we were at Devil's Tower in Wyoming and next stop was Yellowstone. Oh, Yellowstone turned out to be one of my most favorite places because there is so much to see and do there. 
And it was funny that we entered from the north with a reservation inside the park. And we were eager to get to our room, get to dinner. We had a reservation for dinner. And I said, you know, how do we how do we get to our lodging? And they said, well, just take this road and it's 78 miles south. And we were stunned. We, we had already driven most of the day, and now we were going to drive another 78 miles just to get to where we were staying. So it turned out to be so much bigger than I ever imagined it to be, and, and really, really beautiful. It is one of the places that I would definitely like to return and see more of it, because we didn't even see the whole thing while we were there. Yeah, you can spend, um, you can spend a month in uh, in in Yellowstone. I mean, it's really such a phenomenal place that, uh, you know, I would love to be able to uh, get a, you know, get a, a Jeep or a vehicle, uh, and just, uh, just spend a month in there, just driving around and checking everything out. It's such a fantastic, um, gift that this country was, uh, was given by Teddy Roosevelt, really, uh, who, you know, who, who was the first guy, first, uh, president, uh, and or, uh, to order a national park system to keep it out of the hands of the ro- robber barons. Yes, yes, indeed. I want to make sure that uh, our producer Eric Reiner jumps in here. There, and let's let's tick off a list. We just have a few minutes mm-hmm. left. But what are the things, Eric? Are, are you a minimalist in your packing, for example? Because you seem to have quite a range of places that interest you as destinations. Yeah, I'd say uh, at this point, I am a little bit of a minimalist because uh, I found that I'm enjoying more picking like an Airbnb uh, to rent and stay at rather than do camping as much anymore. And I actually did, as Vinny said, uh, look for camping sites <laughs> in state parks and national parks uh, throughout the Washington and Oregon areas. And he is right. They are all booked up. You really have to uh, be on it like six months in advance now for booking reservations and stuff. And same thing with Airbnbs and hotels and stuff. People are hitting the road um, and more power to them. But uh, if you haven't planned this you know, like six months in advance. It's it's really tough. I was lucky I found a place uh, down in Astoria that I'm going to be staying at uh, for my road trip come uh, late August, and I'm looking forward to that. So it uh, should be a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, bring a suitcase and, you know, the girlfriend with a suitcase and the dog with their <laughs> little suitcase as well. I was going to say dog <laughs> with a suitcase. Okay. Well, you are prepared. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Should all fit in the back of my uh, Chevy Bolt, and it'll be fun. Oh, and good gas mileage there, too. Well, Vinny, it's all it electric. Comes, oh, well, even better. Yeah, oh, my so, goodness. That's great. And, and yeah. may you find all the uh, towers of power wherever you need them. Fortunately, that grid is expanding and will continue to do so. Vinny, I wanted to ask you, are you a heavy packer? Suzanne's always telling me, stop with all the packing. You're going to have half a dozen shirts that you won't even wear. And she's always right. It, it depends if I'm if I'm going on a uh, uh, you know on a longer trip like if I'm going to go across country I'll probably pack a little more but I try to stick to the rule of never pack more than you can carry with you uh, because if the, if a car breaks down uh, you may come up with the unfortunate situation of that you have to fly 
or you have to take a bus or you have to do something like that or a train. And so you don't want to load a lot of stuff in the car if you, uh, for some reason, uh, you know, have to stay somewhere a few days or something like that. There's laundromats all over the place. Take less clothes and wash them. Yes, that's right. And though uh, Suzanne and myself are loath to get into laundry detail, it actually has its place. So you've got some variety of clothes. You may be going to a wedding or a fancy restaurant or something. So you want to have those bases covered, but you don't have to overpack. I think that's one of the mistakes that people make. And they make a mental note not to do that next time around, because you can be a minimalist and really still have all that you need. Yeah, you know, these days, you, you don't need uh, a ton of stuff. You know, summertime, a pair of sh- a couple of pairs of shorts and uh, a few T-shirts, a pair of long pants, and uh, a couple of different pairs of shoes. And if you're going to a special occasion, of course. But you can also, you know, take your suit or, your, or, or whatever you're going to wear. You can always mail it ahead. You know what? That's a great idea. It's one of those things I've thought to do and haven't done it yet. Maybe that's going to happen this year. Excellent suggestion. New York Vinny, thank you so much, sir, for joining us. You are the host of Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny, Saturdays, 8 a.m. right here at AM 1150 in Seattle. And, of course, as a podcast on Podcast One or wherever you get your podcasts. So continued success with that show. And I would love to have you back sometime, Vinny. Thanks so much. Anytime. You let me know and I'll be there. You got it. So we learned that New York Vinny is a... You too. Thanks, Vinny. We learned today that New York Vinny is a master at planning road trips. He loves to get out on the open road. And we learned that you can do with less when you're on the road. We also learned that the Chevy Volt turns out to be an electric vehicle. So here I am hosting a car culture show, and I just learned something new. Well, I got <laughs> I got to correct you because I was actually talking about the Bolt with a B. But the Volt also has a, a a battery, and but the range is much smaller, and then it switches to gas. So that's a great road trip car right there, the Volt. Uh, but uh, the Bolt is all electric, but it has a decent range. So uh, it'll be cool for a road trip as well. And you're welcome, Chevrolet and General Motors. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Eric. And thank you, everybody, for joining us today. This was fun. Plan yourself a great road trip. Thanks for tuning in to American Road Trip Talk, along with Thomas and Becky Rep, co-founders of American Road Magazine. We remind you to visit our website, AmericanRoadMagazine.com, to preview the current issue. Until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American Road. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detail in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.